Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 163. I'm so excited to have Rebelpreneur Ralph Brogdon back on the show today. Hi, this is Ralph Brogdon, and you are listening to Heart Sales Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I can't wait to dive deeper into the topic with Ralph Brockton. We don't need echoes, we need voices. And we also talk about like having excuses, right? Are you more of an introvert? Are you more of an extrovert? How is your personality? And what are you doing to really go out there and shine? So Ralph Brockton helps people to master their message. He is a best-selling author and media consultant with professional degrees in psychology, marketing and strategic communication. He is also the host of the wonderful Rebelpreneur Radio. I highly recommend you to tune in. And he is a producer of the WCK Radio in Chicago, a city I personally love. So let's dive back into the interview with Ralph Brodkin. I'm so excited to have Ralph Brodkin back on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. It's such a pleasure to be with you and to, to talk with you. Yeah, I loved our first interview. And what really, really stuck with me deeply is your wonderful, well, I'm just going to call it quote, we don't need echoes, we need voices. And I'm, I'm a big believer that every single person has a voice, but it is their choice to find it. Yes. And they have to make that choice to stop echoing other people, to, to play other people's roles, or they, they really need to find their own voice. And that will definitely help with sales, that will help with branding, with marketing, with communication. And we finished off the other episode where you said you want to encourage people to have courage. Yes. So how, how do I find courage in case I'm maybe a bit more of an introvert or I'm, I'm a bit scared if, if my message, if my voice is worth of being heard. Mm. Well, I'm, and believe it or not, I'm, I am an introvert. I am, and what that means is that I get my energy from being alone, uh, reading, writing, thinking, processing, um, and, and yet I'm hosting a radio show. I'm doing podcasts. You know, I'm, I'm talking with you. I'm reaching out and working with people in strategic communication. Uh, so uh, these are, these can be excuses. If you're an introvert, it, it doesn't mean that you don't have to communicate. It just means that you communicate differently from, from someone who is an extrovert. Sometimes the extroverts need to tone it down a little bit. And sometimes the introverts need to turn it up a little bit, but somewhere in between there is um, is this passion and this courage that I'm talking about? Um, a lot of the people that I work with they they lack confidence, and the reason they lack confidence, and they, and, but that, that, let me back up. That's not how they present. Their complaint is, well, I need more clients. I want to grow my business. Um, I, I want to make more sales, or I want to you know get to the next level of of revenue. And they think they have a sales problem, but they really have a a confidence problem. And the reason of they have a confidence problem is because they have a communication problem. Uh, they, are, they haven't really sold themselves on themselves. And if you can't sell yourself on yourself, you can't sell yourself and your ideas to other people. Uh, so it, as, as soon as you have this awareness of a lack of confidence, you're just not 
hundred percent sure. You don't know how to communicate. You're not sure what your value is. Uh, first of all, that's very normal. Uh, and it, it's like trying to give yourself a haircut. You can understand what you want, but to try to do it yourself, it's really hard. Uh, so you can even understand who you are, but trying to come up with the words to convey that in a way to explain that to people uh, that takes some practice. And you usually can't do that on your own. It usually takes just like getting your hair fixed. It usually takes someone on the outside with a different perspective because a lot of people think, well, I, I don't have any value. You absolutely have incredible value. Uh, but you have to be able to communicate it for other people to appreciate it and for you to be able to appreciate it and to deliver that value consistently. So I'm saying if you master your message, it not only transforms and communicates healing and solutions and problem solving to other people, but you are transforming your own self your, uh, in psychology, we call it self-efficacy. It's a belief in yourself. And nothing is more effective at building self-efficacy, your own self-confidence, than really mastering your message and knowing 100%, without a doubt, who you are, why you're here, who you help, the transformation you create. And as we said before, that's going to attract your ideal clients it's going to repel people that you don't need to be working with for whatever reason. Maybe it's just not a good fit. Um, or maybe they don't like your style. Maybe they don't like your approach, but somebody does. Somebody somewhere needs what you have, but if they don't know you exist and if you don't communicate that clearly to them, uh, then they can't take advantage of it. So the better you get at this, and I'm not saying I've arrived, I'm still working on mastering my message as well. This is a lifetime journey of self-improvement. You, and, you know, I did copywriting in New York for a few years, and a lot of people take the approach that if I need language for my website or if I need email autoresponders written or a campaign, we'll just hire a copywriter to write all of this sales jargon. And I think what's happening is people aren't really connecting with who they are. They're not connecting with their voice and so everything starts to sound the same. If everything sounds the same, what happens to attention? Attention comes down because it all sounds the same. You know, 5,000 marketing messages a day, 10,000 marketing messages a day. And people put up defenses to tune that stuff out because it all sounds the same. Because uh, we have outsourced our message to a copywriter instead of really internalizing that message so that we own it and then we can go out and conquer the world with that message that we have mastered. It all starts in the mindset and then from there, you, you just begin to fine tune and, and, and refine and, and find the language. Um, I'm saying that's a lifelong process. I'm also saying that it's, you're not likely to do that by yourself. Usually it takes someone else to say, here's your real value. You think it's this, but you have overlooked. It's hard for us to make a, a good assessment of who we are because we're too close to our own selves. So you've got gifts. What I'm, bottom line, you've got gifts, you've got skills, talents, experiences, education, points of view that no one else has. 
what we have to do is bring that out and find a way to package it, present it to the world so that they can see it and appreciate it so that they can pay you to do whatever it is that you do, whatever your gift is, so that you can make a difference in their lives and they can make a difference in your lives. That's what mastering your message is all about. Yeah, I, I, ju I just love that. I could listen forever because I think it's so, so important. And, um, you know, it's, it's also interesting that you mentioned you are more of an introvert, especially when, you know, I listen to your cool show, uh, the Rebelpreneur Radio. <laughs> yeah. the, you know, when, you, when I hear Rebelpreneur, it doesn't sound like an introvert. Um, yeah. But it, it's just once you found something you are passionate about, it doesn't matter if you are more of an introvert or an extrovert, you will just go for it because passion leads. That's right. And, and, That's right. and sharing from that point of view, and, and I always say like sales is love, because when you really believe in what you do, when you know you can support other people, you can serve, you will make that difference. You will. You will. And, and, and regardless of your religious beliefs, whatever your religious beliefs are, love never fails. And love is a universal principle that we can all observe. The golden rule is expressed in many different uh, forms of religion. And um, that is essentially the idea of falling in love with your neighbor, falling in love in this case, in a business case, uh, falling in love with your prospects, falling in love with your clients. That's why, in my opinion, get rich quick schemes, um, the different sales and marketing tactics that you see being sold and, and talked about online. I'm not saying they won't work, but they, they are not because it's not coming from a place of serving others. It's coming from a place of what can I get and how quick can I get it? Uh, it it's not actually creating value in the long term. It may create some short-term results and everything works. I mean, robbing a bank works, but can, is that, you know, the highest, <laughs> the highest and best possible use of, of your gifts and your talents. And it might work once. If you're really good at it, it might work more than once, but that's not a model of success because eventually you're going to get caught. Um, so just because something works, that in and of itself doesn't mean that it's moral or that it is uh, intrinsically valuable or that it is operating from a place of loving and serving other people. So if you get that straight, uh, that it's, uh, then it, it becomes a lot easier to be authentic because you're genuinely trying to do good in the world. You're trying to improve people's lives and transform them and uh, solve problems that they have. And if that's, if that's where you're coming from, my prediction is that your message will be received very positively and people will, will want to, to do business with you if, if they have a need that you can, you can solve, a problem that you can solve, a result that you can deliver. Um, it, it just comes down to understanding what that is and then connecting with, with those people. And, you know, Christine, I really think what we have to do is just get rid of this whole sales and marketing mindset that we learned on the internet or that we learned in, in the, the sales trainings that we've attended over the years. Uh, it's just a new way of connecting with people and doing business with people. And um, I think it's a better way. I, I totally agree. And, and I think also because sales does have this negative taste to it, 
when especially with heart-centered driven entrepreneurs with the spiritual world like when they hear sales they cringe inside and I, I believe that's due to the bad experiences they have made that mm -hmm. somebody just took their money and ran or they have like some story in the family where, you know, somebody was really struggling because they made a wrong purchasing decision. And then all these famous sales movies like Boiler Room or Wolf of Wall Street is, is not really yeah. feeding that sales can be love. So it's always a good discussion to have. And I even wrote a post uh, not that long ago where I described that when I got that concept that I can be authentic, that I can be me, that I will repel some people, but I will call the right people in. Mm -hmm. I actually, I fell in love with my customers and I fell in love with people I hadn't even called, right? I was right. just just putting myself into that space where before picking up the phone when I was still in the cold calling business that I thought, okay, I love you. Mm -hmm. really strange, especially for, for Germans. Like there are difference, uh, <laughs> there's a big difference in culture. When I was yeah. in the US, everybody like goes like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Well, in Germany, that's not the case. We, yeah. we don't run around and tell everybody that we love them. So that for me, that was like this huge transformation to put in my mind, I love you and then pick up the phone to know I'm going to deliver value. No matter yes. if they say yes or no, I'm just going to deliver value. Whatever their decision is, is fine with me. Exactly. And, and I've heard someone say, you know, serve them all and let God sort them out. A oh, lot of yeah, times, that's a good one. <laughs> a lot of times we take the, the approach, we're trying to, to uh, figure out who we should serve. We're trying to figure out who's going to buy. And then based on that, we decide if we're going to serve them and, and keeping score. You know, who, who's, who do we think is going to do what, or who, who is doing what in return? And it's a lot easier just to love them all, serve them all, let God sort it out. And, you know, I'm not a big woo-woo person, but when you do what you just said, Christine, and you, you have this affirmation that I love you, whether you communicate it or not, when you are centered in that way, it does create a different energy mm -hmm. and with a different energy, you come across much differently and therefore it creates a different energy in that other person that there is something different about you. So I can't help but believe if we're coming at business and at life from this perspective of serving and loving others, it's going to help us master our message. Mastering your message is not about coming up with some killer copy, right? That's it's not my about coming up. You're clear. <laughs> <laughs> it and that reminds me of a quote from the Big Kahuna. You know, as as soon as you begin to direct the conversation in a certain way, you're not a human being having a conversation anymore. You are a marketer, and it doesn't matter what it is you're trying to persuade the other person to do. Um, so to connect with someone as as a human being, have a conversation, have a real conversation, love them all, serve the ones that you can, uh, but serve them all uh, with, with this attitude of, in uh, this energy of love. Um, it, it does, it is transformative and it does change the energy. It, 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 it elevates the discussion and the conversation. 
you have to understand, um, in, in all of my studies of um, psychology, social psychology, persuasion, and resistance, the more we try to persuade people, the greater their resistance. People are 100% resistant to sales and marketing messages. They tune them out. If that is your approach, then you are fighting an uphill battle. Uh, if you can genuinely and not not as a not as a play, but as a as a genuine uh, function of your your approach to life and to business, your philosophy is to love them all and let God sort them out. Then you can serve everybody, and it creates a different energy from what they're used to hearing. And I think people are hungry for that kind of a connection. Uh, they're definitely, it definitely gives you competitive advantage compared to all the other brands out there that are shouting at you all day long saying, buy my stuff, buy my service, sign up for this. Um, it, it's just a completely different, um, philosophy, a different change of heart is exactly what you're talking about with heart cells. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, I want to, I want to, ask you one step further because we talked about it in our first interview that you said well it starts with your message and therefore you need to be clear on your values mm -hmm. you, you know before you even go out there and communicate your message you need to do the work the inner work and i also believe that if you are approaching sales from that perspective with i love you you also need to love yourself Yes. You need to take good care of yourself because when your cup is empty, obviously you can't serve anybody. So you need to make sure. So that's like a huge thing that's kind of attached to it where you can start to work on it because if you truly mean that, I love you, you can only say that when you would say that to yourself. Yes. Um, and and that is that is within the law of love is loving your neighbor as you love yourself. And so you can't love your neighbor if you hate yourself. And to, to make it uh, even more practical, you cannot communicate your value to other people. If you don't see that you are valuable, if you don't see that you're valuable, how can you, how can you communicate value to someone else? So most people, and, and, and I would say, I agree with you, Christine, that everyone has a voice um, and, and that everyone has value. The difference is how well they communicate that value. And you have to communicate it to yourself first and be convinced of it yourself first before you, you can communicate that to other people. And that's true whether you go in to, to be interviewed for a job. Why should we hire you for this job? If you can't articulate why you bring value to the relationship, you don't get the job. If you go to propose marriage to someone and the person on the other end of that proposal says, well, why should I marry you? If you don't have some really good reasons why, <laughs> they're not going to marry you. If, so communicating your value, mastering your message, this is not just for business. It's for relationships. It's for career. It's for anything in this world that requires uh, relationships, which is everything. Everybody, ev everyone is connected. And so we have, to, we have to learn to communicate our value. And do it in a way that is not braggadocious, uh, arrogant, 
and we've all seen that kind. Uh, that doesn't work either. So it really is a skill. It's an art, and it's it's a fascinating journey that all of us are on to figure out how to do this. And it, what's so great about what I do is I get to help other people with that process, and it, it's it's just fascinating because no two people are alike. Yeah, yeah, so much, so much fun. Yeah, and it's it's something that evolves and changes over time because when you grow your focus might grow or your message might change over time. So wherever people yeah. are right now, just don't freak out. Just, you know, be, be open to, to change and to tweak your message, to make it more fitting to your personality, to your values, in case it's not 100% a fit at the moment. Yeah. Well, that's where when people are talking about imposter syndrome, well, Imposter syndrome, that's exactly what's happening. You are being an imposter. You're being what you think other people want you to be or what you think success looks like. And sure, we can learn from mentors and from other people, but we can't copy them. And mm. That's the idea of being a voice and not an echo. Uh, because your, your value to the world is so unique and so special that copying someone else doesn't fully convey the value that you are capable of. And let's face it, we're just not going to get that passionate about a message that someone else created and that we're just copying because it it worked for them. We take it and we try to apply it and, and make it work for us. Um, th there's no passion there. There's no authenticity there. So take the time. I, I would say take the time to dig deep into yourself. There's a whole process I take my clients through to really understand who they are, what they're here to do, who they're here to do it for, and then to communicate that in a way that is special, unique, that gets them going, gets them excited. And again, that raises the energy and, and raises the conversation to a, to a higher level and also in, allows you to connect with people on a much deeper personal level as well. And I think all of that is critically important for any kind of service business that you may be involved in. And technically every business is a service business this, these days. Yeah, I, oh, I totally agree. And, and what it does at the end, if you really take that time to dig deep, you will end up having a more fulfilled life. Yes. And I, well, I, I, I want to have fun. Yeah. I every human fun. want that, right? Fun, fulfillment, feeling loved, love. So that's, that's really cool. So let me yeah. ask you, what was the first, thing you ever sold in your life? Oh. First thing I ever sold in my life. That's a good question. Um, I, I tell a story about when I first got it, got started in advertising sales. And, uh, is that the so, first thing you received money for ever, or is there like an earlier time? You know, I, I think before that I probably sold candy bars door to door. I sold services. I've always been attracted to services. And I remember I wanted, I, I needed to make a hundred bucks for something. I don't even remember what the thing was now, but I went around and I knocked on doors and I offered to wash people's cars, I think for $2 and 50 cents. It, it was so ridiculously small. Um, I, I priced it to sell and Lo and behold, people said, sure, $2.50, wash my car. Um, so I, I guess back, that would have week. to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that would have to be the. Um, That's cool. 
probably the first thing. Yeah. And, and it, and it was a service, not a product. I've always yeah. been attracted to services. Um, I guess because, um, it just seemed easier for me to find a problem and solve it. And then it was to create a product and, um, just exchange time for money. That, so that's how I started out in, in sales. Yeah. Washing I love cars. it. Entrepreneurial. I was, probably, I was probably 13 years old. Yeah. You created, well, that need was there, but you know, you pointed it out. So you created your market. I really, I yeah. really love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for this wonderful conversation. I, I just want to make sure that people can find you. Obviously there will be everything in the show notes, but where can people go right now to, to get more of you? You can get more of me at ralphbrogdon.com. That's the beginning point for everything that I'm doing with strategic communication, publishing, uh, master your message, radio show, everything. And uh, so if this resonates with you and you want to find out more, that would be the place to go, ralphbrogdon.com. Awesome. And make sure, guys, that you subscribe to Rebelpreneur Radio. That's a really, really awesome show. Ralph is the host for and creates that and he has amazing amazing guests i just yes. love tuning in into that show and um yeah then thank you so so much for spending your time with us today for for sharing all these wonderful nuggets golden nuggets and i hope people really get clear on their message and if they need support just reach out to ralph he's a great guy to work with and he really has mastered his message Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Christine. It's been a real pleasure to chat with you. I hope it's been encouraging and helpful to somebody and look forward to uh, working with you and speaking with you again in the future. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Well, what an episode. And I so agree with Ralph when he says it's a lifetime journey, the self-improvement journey. And yeah, that so resonates with me. And I hope it resonates with you too, because you are here, you are listening. So you are looking for improvement, especially in the areas of hard sell and to have fun when selling and to do it with ease, grace, confidence and ask your price. So hop on over to christineschlansky.com and find the podcast tab. There you have the show notes, the transcripts, all the resources we talked about, as well as all the links to connect with Ralph. They're just one click away. And while you're over there, check out the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit. This will be a wonderful ride for you, especially if you are worried where your next clients are going to come from so that you can pay your bills and you are not really focusing on building a business from the heart thriving because you are worried what the next step might be. So check on out Heart Cells Lead Generation Summit while you are over there and make sure you register because there are 40 amazing experts teaching their knowledge to support you with all different ways in lead generation to get a consistent flow of clients into your door. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.